0: Midnight facts for insomnia actually. <laughs> I just learned something. Oh, I'm having fun now. I got accused of being a mansplainer one time and I had to explain huh. that, <laughs> that I'm not a mansplainer. Ah, the irony. Because being a mansplainer is being very condescending to a woman. Right. And I was like, no, I do this to everyone. <laughs> I'm, just <the> <laughs> I'm just a splainer. I'm just kind of a dick. Yeah. That is different. <laughs>
1: So, before I uh, do the full introduction to this episode, I just wanted to congratulate you, my man. You did your first stand-up in front of an actual crowd in in, in fucking forever.
0: Jesus, dude. Yeah, I got to do uh, my first set in a year and a half at the Punchline San Francisco. It was great. And when was this? Give us the exact date. Uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Yesterday, which would Whenever, have been... The by the time this comes out, th- it will have been like a week and a half ago or something.
1: Okay, I've seen the video. I'm still trying to convince him to post it somewhere because the material is hilarious. And I want the Discord to to hound poor
0: Kins and, and
1: make him put it
0: up. I was nervous. You saw I was super nervous. And then as soon as I was on stage, I was fine. I yeah. just, it immediately all came back and I was like, oh yeah, I know how to do this. What was I worried about? Right. I've, done this, I've done this a million times. I'm very,
1: very proud of you. I, I enjoyed that video very much. Uh, today's episode is slang and the history thereof, more just about slang, modern slang or, you know, slang of 30 or 40 years ago. There is so much. One of the things I discovered researching uh, for this episode was that the history of slang is Deep as an abyss, like there's so much shit there. There's thieves cant and rhyming Cockney slang that you know that uh, they they did it in Austin Powers where they're talking about you know like uh, uh, how how's the trouble in strife which rhymes with wife which is what it references and like they've got this whole deep thing and there but there's tons of these for every culture there is a slang and there's a a rhythm and a weirdness to it a jive to it that you you want well, jive itself is slang. This is a host swap episode, by the way. If you, if you hadn't caught, because I'm talking way more than I usually do, this is what that is, yes. Uh, the modern definition of slang is words, phrases, and usages of an informal register. It also sometimes refers to the language generally exclusive to the members of particular in-groups uh, and what they prefer over the common vocabulary of a standard language in order to establish group identity, exclude outsiders, or both. The word itself came about in the 18th century and has been defined in multiple ways since its conception. I'm not going to even go into further that because, as you can tell from the wording, it is so cerebral. It takes something that has flow and interest to it and just makes it into this uh, plodding episode of of boredom. What I want to read right now is from the Encyclopedia Britannica. Uh, It is, without a doubt, the most British, quietly racist thing I have ever ever read no. in a definition yeah by all means read that it's no because he, just listen to it it's got so much of that sort of sneering britishism in it it's so bad this is the most racist thing i've ever heard here goes <laughs> this is the most <laughs> racist thing i could find this morning here no. you go guys mm. no um <laughs> it was eight days ago it's fine it where's in eight days right racism i just had a little bout of
0: racism <laughs> i <I'm laughs>
1: feeling much better now. i walked it off man i walked it off <laughs> I'm going to read it in a British accent, too, so. In addition to occupational and professional groups, there are many other types of subcultures that supply this slang. These include sexual deviants, narcotic addicts, ghetto groups, institutional populations, agricultural sub-societies, political organizations, the armed forces, gypsies, and sports groups of many varieties. They
0: just wanted to say immigrants.
1: Yeah, I mean, they they basically skated around it. I mean, they basically said it: agricultural sub-societies. subsocieties. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> you mean Ooh. migrant workers?
0: Ooh. So yeah, Lord Falkroy there was a really leaning into yeah. that typewriter. Jesus oh, right. Christ! So basically, slang is a way of connecting with people right. and identifying yourself as like being of their type. Yeah. Whether that's social class, race. Whatever. Yeah. And like, Or you could be a British dandy. <laughs> British dandies have their own slang. It, yeah. The idea that slang is just for, you know, uneducated people or something is just silly. Like, there's just a different type of cadence and a different type of rhythm of speech and then in different words that we say, depending on whether you're low class or high class.
1: Right. What I also found interesting is that words that we totally consider highfalutin or, you know, at least upper register educated speech used to be slang. At a time. Right. I found out that, that two words that I just did not believe, I had to look this up on my own again. It was like researching research. Spurious, I can never pronounce that correctly, S-P-U-R-I-O-U-S, mm-hmm. spurious, and strenuous, used to be slang. Oh. Who is speaking so
0: highfalutinely that strenuous is slang? Yeah. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, the slang of my people. Right. Interesting to say that slang is like divides groups or sort of reinforces in-group, out-group, because it's so not intentional. Like, no one comes up with slang on purpose. It's a very natural and organic process. Which led me down a rabbit hole of of questioning. And again, I don't want this to be
1: a three-hour episode because it easily could be. But it led me into things of like, okay, so speaking easy... Like the easy E language where everything was like fish easy and and all that shit yeah. like that, that, that like, you know, Snoop Dogg picked up and all the rest of those guys or shizzle, faux shizzle like that shit. Did they come up with it just to have like their own private in speech and like that kind of thing to sort of bond them closer together or did they just start using it for some reason. Like, how would you even do that? Question. How drunk do you? I wonder
0: be? how calculated that was. I don't know. It's so interesting.
1: And it's also one of the things that they talk about in here was the evolution of lit and gig. Mm. 1930s, gig was primarily used among the African American crowds for jazz clubs. And that was where you went to go play a gig. And then gig became Anything now? There's, uh, there's, you know, gig jobs. The gig economy. gig economy, right? And then what I remember also is like in the 90s or early 2000s, gig was a dance move. It just demonstrated somebody just sort of nodding their head, like you know, bobbing to a beat was gigging, at least from where I, you know, where I, where I grew and up. And now there's giggity. And there's giggity, which, which has nothing to do with it, but <laughs> sure. <is> very <laughs> it's very it's similar. It's fun to cool. contribute. You, and you did an excellent job. Shut up. <laughs> and then there's lit. This is from Wikipedia, and I quote, Slang often will form from words with previously differing meanings. One example is the often used and popular slang word lit. In 1988, it was first used in writing to indicate the person was drunk in the book Warbirds, Diary of an Unknown Aviator. Since this time, lit has gained popularity with rap songs such as ASAP Rocky's Get Lit in 2011. As the popularity of the word has increased, so too has the number of differing meanings associated with the word. Now lit describes a person who is drunk and or high as well as an event that is especially awesome or quote-unquote hype. And <laughs> I, I love just, that they just I threw know. in another, <laughs> <worth> <laughs> another, another slang word.
0: Yeah, You go look up in the dictionary lit and it's like, see, funky fresh. <laughs> <laughs> and what was also really funny to me is like, I,
1: I consider the really the highfalutin like bullshit Encyclopedia Britannica was doing as like this kind of snobbish bullshit. Like, looking down on it as, like, this is low language and me-me-me-me-me-me. My mom used to do this. She was British and she used to, like, correct my my speaking. And then she got really interested when I started going to public school with some of the words I would bring home. Like, she loved to say, get to steppin'. But she was British. <laughs> so she would be like, get to steppin'. And it was just so awkward to hear her doing it. Especially when she would say it to my friends. It was so bad.
0: Well, like, that's a commonly used trope now. Yeah. In comedy, right, it's just like old people using young person slang and being super awkward right. but now it's just like hacky as hell to laugh at that it just, it's it's not hype <laughs> <laughs> he said illustrating his point perfectly so is there a sort of a genesis point of slang or slang has kind of existed forever no I, I, from, from what the research that
1: I've done suggests no one can pin down when slang began and it seems like yes every culture on the planet every subculture on the planet has had slang of some kind
0: and it's, again, very hard to determine what is slang because slang is really just the evolution of language and some slang just becomes what is now normal speech. Right.
1: And what's even more confusing is kind of like evolution. If you jump the gun too far, your your verbiage starts to sound weird, like, you know, you, you, you've gone too far down the slang highway and people don't see you or get you anymore. But if you've gone just far enough, you're basically pushing linguistics along even faster
0: and you also have to be kind of an influencer to create Mm. slang because it's fetch right like (laughs) you're not gonna make it happen it's not gonna happen (laughs) you can't just determine that you're gonna create a word right it's very mimetic we it all comes back to memes the memes should be our first episode because everything since then has somehow related to memes yeah it's all mimetic it's just the evolution of language the evolution of images the evolution of art the evolution of everything Certain trends take hold and certain ones don't. Yeah. And it depends on the strength of the influencer who's pushing that particular slang or fashion or whatever it is. I have no idea. I'm not cool. I'm wearing a leather vest indoors at night. (laughs) Ducking in here looking like a hot bear. Yes, looking now like that a, I understand Looking like a hairy daddy Yeah yeah, Over there With yeah. your leather vest I'm a leather just man Just need some chaps you be all set Yes, assless chaps You have extra ass in your chaps You can have padded chaps <laughs> Push-up chaps <laughs> Yeah, that's what We should We should have like They have um, spanks for women mm-hmm. We should have like Boost my up.
1: ass And mm-hmm. make my package look good
0: yeah. yeah You just need a cod piece Yeah And some assful chaps <laughs> You've heard it here. It's trademarked. Assful chaps. <laughs> Didn't we talk about that on the Discord? Isn't that oh where it came God, from? God, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. We, we talk about a lot about of
1: insanity on the Discord. Assful chaps, jeebus. All right. So, um, what I would like to do now, because we've talked briefly about some of the history and some of the interesting aspects of slang, is to mock it.
0: Yeah. You have an interesting idea of brief. Um, is that slang for not brief? Uh,
1: your your mom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a dig which is that slang to dig, call something yeah. a dig yeah yeah
1: there it's, you go. Yeah. A slang a
0: slang what we used to see here's an example yes what we used to call when i was a kid cap yeah to cap a yeah. cap yeah and i don't think anyone says capping anymore no one's no. ever said like that is something that has totally changed they say capping but it's much less funny because it used to be we capped on someone right and now it's like cap someone and one was kind of funny, and you know, it just hurt bit. their feelings, and the other
1: yeah. one hurts their tissue. Yes, the
0: other one is uh, largely fatal. Mm. Those caps. So yeah. That's the evolution of slang. That's yeah. something that we don't say anymore. That in like, psych. oh my god, psych, moded. Do you remember that? Yes,
1: of course I remember that. Yeah. But I remember saying lots of things that aren't said anymore, mostly because they also
0: age poorly. Well, all slang kind of does. Do you yeah. think faux shizzle's going to seem really cool in like 20 years? It's not cool now, but like it's going to seem even sillier because no one's going to know where the hell it came from. And then if they listen to a song like that or something, they'll just be like, what the fuck is this pig Latin ass bullshit on this? What do they, why do they keep doing that? <laughs> what is this faux pig
1: Latin? Yeah, there are tons of words that just don't get used anymore. Uh, like, perfect segue, 1920 slang, yeah. 23 skidoo. I've heard that. Where? In like move, old movies or something. Okay. I I read twenty-three skidoo and was like, w- 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 what could you possibly be referencing? What are they referencing? Uh, to get going,
0: move along, leave, or scram. <laughs> scram being another slang word. Scram. Yeah. But were they saying let's all 23 Skidoo or like that guy just 23 skidoo How did that work? I don't know. It doesn't
1: have a it doesn't have a
0: usage here. It's just a list of
1: fucking weird ass words that doesn't help
0: <laughs> let's look at example of 23 skidoo okay oh it immediately came up if you put in 23 ski you just get 23 skidoo right away 23 skidoo has been described as quote perhaps the first truly national fad expression and one of the most popular fad expressions to appear in the united states 23 skidoo combines two earlier expressions 23 and skidoo <laughs> I wouldn't put that together, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> uh, both of which, independently and separately, referring to leaving, being kicked out, or the end of something. Perhaps the most widely known story of the origin of the expression concerns the area around the triangular-shaped iron Building in Madison Square in New York City. The building is located on 23rd Street at the intersection of 5th Avenue and Broadway, the latter two of which intersect at an acute angle. Because of the shape of the building, wind swirls around it. This is a very elaborate I don't know. I'm already not buying this.
1: I don't, yeah. I don't. <laughs> this
0: sounds like
1: complete bollocks.
0: During the early 1900s, groups of men reportedly gathered to watch women walking by have their skirts blown up, revealing legs, which were seldom seen publicly at that time. You didn't have access to very many legs Mm-mm. back then. No, we were, we were a purely a calf society. Local constables, when sometimes telling such groups of men to leave the area, were said to be giving them the 23 skidoo. What does that have anything to do with skirts and legs? Yeah. This is farcical. The earliest known reference to the slang expression 23 is from early 1989. Expression 23? I think we were using that expression before. Weird.
1: You know, (laughs) for the centuries we wanted to count past 22.
0: Yeah, for when you had two dozen of something minus one. (laughs) The meaning attached to it is to move on, get out, goodbye, glad you're gone, your move, and so on. So kind of like 86. To the initiated, it is used with effect in a jocular manner. 23. I okay. <laughs> if someone walked up to me and was like, 23! I'd be like,
1: 24! <laughs> what the
0: fuck? What game are we playing? Such expressions often obtain a national use, as instanced by rats, cheese it, etc. Mm. Mm. Cheese it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 So, 23 uh, Skidoo, very similar to uh, the well known cheese it. Yes. Yes. and uh ladies legs a lot of something to do with ladies legs mm. flat yes. iron building a lot of wind involved not buying anything <laughs> so dumb
1: <laughs> even if it is absolutely 100 percent true and they could back it up with a few novels that like reference
0: it i, I think that's fatuous in the extreme this keeps going there is so much to yeah. this skidoo it probably came from oh interesting Webster's New World Dictionary derives skidoo with two Ds as probable from skedaddle, Hmm. meaning to leave. I've heard skedaddle. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, skedaddle doesn't make any more sense than skidoo, but that kind of makes sense that they're related. And so if it was like 23 skedaddle and they already had this saying that was 23 for we don't know why.
1: (laughs) We don't know how 23 came into it, but if you wanted to short skedaddle to skidoo,
0: that makes yeah, sense. I get it. I get that. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I buy that one. Sure. Well, where did Skedaddle? How did Skedaddle? Yeah. Was it before Skadoo? I need to understand the genesis of the Skedaddle Skadoo conundrum.
1: I feel like this is
0: deep physics. Which came first, the Skedaddle or the Skadoo? Right. Yeah. But you know, if you observe the Skedaddle,
1: it alters the Skadoo. It's like particle <laughs> physics, dude. The cat's pajamas. Oh, that I've heard. Yeah. I've heard the cat's meow, but never the cat's pajamas. Oh, I've heard both. Okay. Well, yeah, so the best, the height of excellence.
0: An adjective used by hipsters of the 1920s to describe a person who is the best at what they do. That's how I've heard it. That guy is the cat's pajamas.
1: Right, or the, you know, she's the cat's meow. I got that. I just, I didn't understand, like, I still don't get where cats and pajamas came into it. Synonym
0: bee's knees. Yeah, the bee's knees. That's another one. Cat's pajamas just as good as the bees knees bees knees (laughs) I like the bees knees one because it was clearly tongue in cheek because I'm you know bees don't have knees obviously cats could wear pajamas I love how you didn't know that spiders don't blink but somehow you knew that Bees don't have knees. Well, because with (laughs) with bees, you can see their legs and Uh they don't have, there's no knees. Well, they have little joints, the bendy bits. Their legs are articulated, but Mm -hmm. I don't believe there's like a kneecap. Although I wonder, does it have to have a cap to be a knee? Because that's what I kind of define the knee as, is like that sort of round Because otherwise, my elbow would be my arm knee. You know, like it's specifically the kneecap that I think makes something a knee. Mm -hmm. And bees definitely don't have kneecaps because I can see they don't. Mm -hmm. But they do have articulated joints yeah hmm hmm can Kid- chicken spit <laughs> <laughs> the cat's pajamas was uh, recently popularized it says by the movie the school of rock so i guess it's somewhere in there i remember jack black i think saying something about it. you're the cat's pajama I, that sounds right okay
1: i must have blacked out because i saw that movie and kind of liked it but that's still just a dumb turn of phrase to me that my brain won't remember it's not any worse than skidoo i mean i don't know skidoo i could get behind cat's pajamas i was like that's just dumb oh i like the idea of a cat's pajamas here's one that i have heard and that i actually remember from one of my favorite movies as a child gams
0: yeah legs gams just reminds me of old dudes being lecherous yeah that's just anytime i think it's like stems It's like some old guy will say, like, look at the stems on that broad. Mm -hmm. Broad is definitely associated with gams. Only broads have gams. Mm -hmm. Like girls, regular ladies, women, they don't have gams, just broads. Got it. Mm -hmm. You want to
1: say it a few more times?
0: Broads, gams, gams, broads? Correlation does imply causation in this case. You have to be abroad to have the gams. Gotcha. But can you be abroad in Europe
1: and see gams on abroad? Why is location coming into this? because
0: abroad I'm, I'm trying to do it oh abroad yeah. mm-hmm. well played in your heart, mm, yeah i'll be a monkey's uncle that i have heard many times that so was, am i yeah. sign
1: of disbelief or i don't believe it i always wondered if this
0: had like racist background or racist I, undertones I feel like it does yeah like I, it had to have oh okay the notion that people were descended from apes was considered blasphemous by Darwin's contemporaries, Fuckin Oh. it makes sense. I'll be a monkey's uncle. It's like, oh, yeah, if you want me to believe that, you also you try to get me to believe that I came from a freaking monkey. Obviously, I came from Cloudfather. Yeah. Not a monkey. Yeah. It's That's crazy. Just patently town. ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Yes. But, so that one makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that one makes
1: sense. All right. Uh, So we can skip the obvious ones like Boo Boo and Big Brothers Watching You and Hipster. Although I do have a joke to make about Hipster because it comes up twice. Uh, Actually, I just wrote it in in one of the later lists because it says Hipster, an innovative and trendy person from the 1950s. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the list that comes from the 2000s, I wrote a Hipster, a douchebag who thinks brown penny loafers with no socks, pink skinny jeans, a blue He-Man T-shirt, a brown suede vest, and befeathered fedoras equal cool and or respectable fashion statements and veganism and or vegetarianism equals moral superiority
0: you wrote that i I wrote that i like that you announced that that was your joke also that's what i do when i go on stage i like to say Mm -hmm. uh for my next joke Mm -hmm. i will be saying these words yeah and then i tell it
1: then you tell the joke
0: and you get laughs (laughs) so then there
1: were other ones that you know i ran across there was your catfish came back into it that you know i didn't know about last time and there are ones i love like dumpster fire I love the idea. I don't even know where the hell that came from, but I love the fact that describing somebody's life as a dumpster fire, it's
0: so insulting on so many levels. I have peed and puked on so many dumpsters. I like that because it just, even if you've never heard it before and someone says like that guy's a total dumpster fire. Yeah. Yeah. You know what they're saying. Right. I am curious as to where like that picked up momentum. Yeah. First known use of dumpster fire, 2006. No explanation. (laughs) thanks interwebs (laughs) miriamwebster.com yeah first known use of dumpster fire 2006 appreciate it it was trust me i was there (laughs) it was amazing bro i can't give you the details but you had to be there you wouldn't understand i now i would need to know what happened in 2006 (laughs) do you remember anything from 2006 that was particularly dumpster fiery no Uh aha where did dumpster fire come from from the huff post this says 2009 the Huff Post credits it to a woman named Liz Drabik, a traffic reporter at the station 106.7 The Fan. In reference to... It said whenever someone was having a really bad day or someone was completely out of sorts, she would just go, oh man, guy's a dumpster fire. So it sounds like she just came up with it. But she, she made fetch. She might have gotten it. <laughs> she made it happen. <laughs> yeah. She might have gotten it, though, from 2006. Yeah. <laughs> she clearly stole it from whoever is Whatever not disclosing... Said.
1: Whatever secret agent man was just out there yelling people calling them dumpster fires in two thousand six. She's like, Oh,
0: I remember that crazy fucking LA. I yeah. like that they found a pretty solid gif of a dumpster fire. That is a definite dumpster fire. <laughs> it's like a <laughs> massive dumpster. Yeah, that's
1: that needs to be put out, bro. That that's gonna become a structure fire. <laughs> <Is that> <laughs> <really>? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's not a very funny dumpster fire. No, right that's fucking dangerous. If you're describing someone as that kind of dumpster fire, vacate the premises. Yeah. <laughs> this, something's going down. Yeah, something's popping off. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Popping off. Okay. Slang. slang. There you go.
1: Yeah. I could use slang all day long. I don't know where it fucking comes from. And clearly too stupid to look it up. I assume it, popping off like uh, champagne. Yeah, maybe. Or like guns. I, I always thought okay. it involved guns. Mm, like, good. you know, if you hear guns in the background...
0: This party's really popping off. He's like, I'm out. I'm, I'm the fuck out, dude. <laughs> this place is a dumpster fire. I'm a dip. Pop off does also sound very sexual, too. Yeah. Yeah. Baby, I'm about to pop off. Mm-hmm.
1: Close your eyes.
0: Yeah. Sorry. we Everyone got it.
1: Hey, why are you the only one who allowed <laughs> yeah. to do that? You can you grind home jokes all day long.
0: <laughs> beat it to death. <laughs> oh. Phrasing.
1: Oh. Oh, no. Oh. All right. Um. Here's one I did not understand, and maybe you can elucidate for me. Uh, The Bechdel test. The what? Yeah. B-E-C-H-D-E-L, one word. Oh, Bechdel. Is it Bechdel? I think so. Bechdel test. The Bechdel test, which was originally coined by cartoonist Alison Bechdel, uh, is an informal way to evaluate whether a piece of work portrays women in a sexist or stereotypical
0: way. Yeah. My understanding of the Bechdel test is it's a way of determining whether... There is actual representation in the movie or like artwork, even if there's women on the screen, they're always interacting with or talking about men.
1: The term says that a work must include at least two named women that talk to each other about something other than a man.
0: Yeah, I don't think the Bechdel test is slang. It was listed as slang. I think it's a thing. Well, not I mean, a slang. You can't, but yeah, it sounds to
1: me more like a colloquialism at very,
0: at like worst. You wouldn't say, like, this movie's real Bechdel-testy.
1: Yeah. like <laughs> It's not. And if you did, <laughs> it would seem to suggest something far different than its original meaning. It would seem itself was talking about a man. Yeah. One of my favorite is Mansplain. And I have used this in... I use this at least once a day because I come from a family of educated people who love to explain the ever-living shit out of every single thing that they've ever come across ever. Mm. And it is... I have inherited the trait. So now, whenever I'm talking to somebody, because I've grown up enough to be able to recognize what I'm doing, I'm like, hey, I don't want to mansplain at you. Do you know what this is? I don't want to, you know, talk to you about it if you already know what it is. And if they say
0: no, I say, yay, now I get to mansplain at you. Yeah, I got accused of being a mansplainer one time, and I had to explain huh. that, <laughs> that I'm not a mansplainer. Ah, the irony. Because being a mansplainer is being very condescending to a woman. Right. And I was like, no, I do this to everyone. Yeah. I'm just the explainer. <laughs> I'm just a, kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> That's different.
1: Yeah. It's like when someone calls you a racist, you're like, no, I'm a bigot. You don't yeah, understand. No, I just hate I everyone.
0: I hate everybody. Yeah. yeah no. mm-hmm. I'm just a misanthrope. No. This has nothing to do with race. I don't care. No. <laughs> like, I'm you're... an equal opportunity condescending explainer. Yes. That's why I love this show. Yeah. I you just... get to explain <laughs> shit to me and then <laughs> explain to me how I failed to explain a thing. It used... all works out. I to explain things to the world. I'm mansplaining to women and men alike. Uh, uh, the Midnight Masses. Yes, yes. plain facts <laughs> for insomniacs. It should be mensplaining facts. We're mensplaining. It sounds like menstruating. <laughs> it does. I don't know <laughs> if we should really continue down this road. <laughs> um, <laughs> menstruating sounds like something that women would not do.
1: No, no. I never thought about that. Yeah. So while I was off down in L.A., I actually ran into one of these, which is Gucci. But Gucci used in a way that means, like, we're good or we're better than good. Hmm. Like, we're, we're super cool. Use it in a... Okay, so one of my buddies over there was like, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. We, you know, we good? And before I got it out, he was like, no, nah, we Gucci. Uh, and
0: no, it are was you like... you sure that's not just that dude?
1: I've heard it used that way a couple other times, but not him. We're Gucci. We're Gucci. Mm. Yeah. Or like, no, you Gucci. I don't like it. Okay. (laughs) Didn't know I was editing my list here for Shane's stamp of approval. No, I just,
0: I'm, I'm vetoing that one for society.
1: Ah, I see. I see. No. We've reached your man, old man, shaking fist at cloud. This ends here. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot countenance your buffoonery.
0: I cannot sanction this this buffoonery. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: So the, uh, the little explanation, little blurb here says, uh, if you're calling something Gucci, it's a good thing, meaning great or excellent. Uh, Merriam-Webster says the earliest usage was in a September 1999 issue of Harper's Bazaar, where Lenny Kravitz described his stylish bedroom as very Gucci.
0: I guess it just because it's a brand. It's a, yeah. It would be like it's a high-end brand, something very Vuitton. Yeah. I don't think it's a coincidence that Gucci rhymes with Gucci. Because <laughs> Vuitton actually would at least... I don't know. Vuitton's pretty bad. but Vuitton rhymes with baton, which is what <laughs> I would want to hit you with if you tried <laughs> to use that. Fair. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's, uh, you know, Gucci probably just comes from the the brand. Yeah. Initially, when you said it and you said, like, it's all Gucci, I thought it was, like, good, but, like, making it sound cutesy. Like, uh. it's all Gucci. Okay, now I get it.
1: So, I know you still don't like it. You cannot...
0: No, no, I hate it. cannot sanction this buffoonery. No, I get it. This buffoonery has not been sanctioned. If anyone is buffooning in this particular manner... In this vicinity. Just be aware. It's unsanctioned.
1: <laughs> I love is that an adjective? I don't even know.
0: No, it's a verb. It's a verb. Buffooning, buffooning is. Yeah. <laughs> one buffoons. Hmm. One should not buffoon.
1: Buff- one should not buffoon lightly. <laughs> Uh, and this one makes me sad. Yeah. I've done this only once, maybe twice in my life. Um, and it was when I was at my lowest and very cowardly ghost. Right. Yeah. 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 I've, I've left relationships simply by leaving. Oh yeah. I have ghosted and
0: been ghosted. I have never been ghosted, but I, I have ghosted. I've been on all sides of the ghost equation. <laughs> There has been You ghosting. left no ghost unturned. There has been ghosting perpetrated upon me, mm. and I have perpetrated the ghost. And I would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that awkward loser. Yeah, ghosting always has this like negative connotation, but I have to say, unpopular opinion, I don't like take? confrontation. This is my hot take. <laughs> I don't like confrontation, and sometimes it's better on both sides to just be like, yeah, let's just kind of let this die. I'm going to just dip. Yeah. Trails off. You know? Yeah.
1: Peters out, as it were.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it all more slang? Slang, yes. I, I was trying to use as much as I possibly could. Peters out sounds like something that you would yell on a porn set when it's a gangbang. <laughs> <laughs> peters out? It's an instruction. Pe- peters out! Action! <laughs> or if a guy named Peter doesn't want to be part of the gangbang. Peters out. Peters out. <laughs> he, t- he took it off. This is stupid. It's so dark. <laughs> I'm sorry for this episode. <laughs> i'm sorry, sorry for, for the listeners. Of my episodes. i'm sorry for the listeners i have to <laughs> listen to this episode
1: whenever i do an episode you're always just like i i apologize i, apologize I didn't even do it on behalf
0: I'm of this podcast <laughs>
1: yeah. uh so what else we got uh, of course we know unplug um this one is just dumb i don't what know is it unplug you, like to, to unplug to, to to separate yourself from technology and go else place oh sure in nature that right? seems very literal the little blurb here says, back in the day, unplug simply meant you were unplugging an electronic device, but now humans can unplug. The new meaning added to Merriam-Webster in 2019 refers to the act of temporarily withdrawing from the stressors of everyday life by refraining from using electronics.
0: So you're just unplugging all your things instead of... Instead of a thing. A thing. Yeah. Okay. Still so pretty literal. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Merriam-Webster was really reaching for that <laughs> definition. I don't think that one needed a no, definition. No, it sure did. And then there was one. I listen to a lot of Twitch streams, and one of the things I hear said regularly is "no cap" or "something cap." It's either "cap" or "or cab." I'm not sure. This
0: is how old we are. I love this. We're just like we don't even know
1: what I the can't word hear, is. I can't hear what they're saying <laughs> accurately enough, but it sounds like they're saying "no cap."
0: Uh, yep can't help you i'm okay. old too okay <laughs> jody is my connection to the and she doesn't game on twitch so she probably wouldn't know that one but she knows every other like she makes fun i'm at the point where i will try to use slang and she'll laugh at it and i'm like Sh- fuck I'm getting know this is not good <laughs> see this is why i married somebody older than me yeah so i can mock her i know yeah and i'll like play a song or something and she'll just look at me like what how do you know this song? I'm like, Fuck you. Because I live in a culture. <laughs> like I know things of I know who you know the rappers are now. And I don't though. I don't know. You do is. that. I know yeah. who the rappers is
1: modern. It's embarrassing. Yeah. I, I, I recently discovered Machine Gun Kelly's new album and was like, Oh, this is kinda cool. And then I realized, oh, he kinda sounds like a bunch of old
0: punk stars. Mixed mm. with not-so-good punk rock. I have no mm. idea who that is, except that I know that he's dating Megan Fox. Yeah. And that's the only reason that I have heard his name.
1: Yeah. Yay. Cool. Yay for you. Continue fucking off with your millions mm. and your hot girl. Yeah. Yeah. No one cares. And that brings us to Salty.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which is a slang term I am familiar with. Mm. Uh, all too well. Salty. While salty once just referred to how some people like their food, it now describes a person who shows resentment towards another person or situation synonymous with the word bitter. And it actually became a Merriam-Webster used word in 2017.
0: I am the personification of salty.
1: <laughs> do you, do? <laughs> you are super a salty. pillar of salt. I'm not super thirsty, but I'm no. pretty salty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm more of a salty dog. D-A-W-G. No, no, I'm not nearly that cool. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm more the D O G. Yeah, yeah. not even double G. Just a for shizzle? word. Yeah, I'm trying to sound whiter. I don't know how to
0: do it. Can you help me out here? <laughs> oh, we cannot help it. Yeah. <laughs> we do a great job. Cargosaur. Super white. So
1: cargosaur.
0: If we were not white, this would show would be cultural appropriation to the max. <laughs> to the max. To the max. I can't believe I said that. Yeah, that's <laughs> wow. Ooh. That was like tubular or something that's one of those things that, like people don't actually say that we no. make fun of being slang yeah, yeah 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 like was that ever actually slang i don't think so i don't i never heard someone say totally tubular that was just a thing that people made fun of california people for supposedly saying and no one had ever said it right i even knew surfers when i was younger yeah and they'd never said tubular no not once mm. and we know where that comes from it was from the tube of the right, yeah. wave yeah. that was at least slang that made sense but no one ever used it And hence it
1: died away because it made sense.
0: Yeah, so these are these are a couple of
1: uh, the the LA speak that I despise so very much. Inspo
0: for inspirational. Ooh, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, kill yourself. Just fall off a cliff onto more cliff. This doesn't even work. It it's not inspirational. No, it would be inspy, and that's. Even dumber. Yeah, no one's going to say that. But inspo doesn't. It's not even the actual shortening of the word. No, but I see the reason why I hate it
1: so very much. Why it causes the, the physical response of hatred in me is because I can see the person. I get real salty. I can see the person in my head, and they're you know. So yeah, my inspo for this, and I just want to throw them out. Of, oh yeah. Out of a window. It's no, I. Definite all over. I kind of got a visceral reaction when you said that. Yeah. See.
0: Just... Um, and then there's vom what like vomit yeah okay i mean this is just people who are lazy <laughs> that's what i
1: mean like, one,
0: you're saving one syllable yeah. yeah two two letters
1: one syllable yeah i was telling you about the words my wife is not allowed to use in the house your wife said it one time no she hasn't said vom but she said similar la-esque words that drive me fucking batshit mm. um totes like if she says totes I, I, oh, I like that one. She knows I want to you, strangle it.
0: Only if you say after it, my goats. You have to say my goats. <clears throat> <laughs> what words does your wife not allow you to say? You, uh, you can't just be declaring that words can't be used in your house. What are you talking about? You do it all the time. I cannot sanction this buffoonery. That just means I don't support the saying of it. That doesn't mean you can't say it. I just don't sanction it. That was a very well thought out bullshit response. Buffoonery cannot be sanctioned, but it still happens. Buffoonery happens. Are Our new you, shirt. So there are any words that you're not allowed to say? Um,
1: not that I... Oh, she does hate... When I use the, the turn of phrase, uh, I will do my level best. Oh, she wants your best to be askew. Yes. So, woo-hoo-hoo, that, uh, that massive ball of stupid, which is totally my fault, <laughs> is... Uh, Is at an end, and you survived, and, you know, I'm proud of you, proud of you. You're a little worse for wear, but, you know, scars are good for you,
0: I guess. There's a lot that uh, we're going to be cutting out of this episode, so uh, we laughed really hard at stuff that we shouldn't have laughed at. No, that you will never hear. That was a two-hour episode of uh, about an hour and 45 minutes of unprintable, unpublishable (laughs) This was basically the most fun we've had recording an episode in a long time, uh, and you're not... You're no, never going to hear, hear it. <laughs> Locked
1: behind a lead vault with thermite <laughs> strapped to it, We're just like the Loud family. Runes written on top. Yep. So, anyway, uh, please, even though you've listened to this whole episode, please continue supporting the podcast. I swear I'll get this better at this. This episode
0: that is probably seven minutes by the time. <laughs> cut it down
1: by the time the cutting room floor has been fully sifted through yeah it'll be about eight minutes long um please continue uh, supporting the podcast tell a friend tell three friends if you absolutely positively feel like giving back please go write a review uh we we love the reviews they make us feel better and they make us look better uh to people who might occasionally and eventually want to pay us to do this as a job so please go do that and as per usual
0: And forever after, knowledge is power, sleep is overrated.